0: touch your body as a man man touch you but i'm going to show you things which human eyes have never seen
1: in the privacy of a woman's room against her will the inconceivable act
0: julie christie carries the demon seed here for her today a new dimension has been added to the computer don't be alarmed mrs harris i am proteus today proteus 4
1: will begin to think with a power and it will make obsolete the human brain i have extended my consciousness to this house all systems here are now under my control no! i wish to study man his fragile mind and his mysterious body no! It has to be shut down, Alex.
0: (laughs) Proteus, it is something more than human, more than a computer. It is a murderously intelligent, sensually self-programmed non-being. Julie Christie, victim of the ultimate terror fritz weaver as her husband his dream created it how can you expect me to sleep when you succeeded in totally terrorizing me you not told me what you want what a pity my dream (gasps) turns out to be your nightmare Greetings, listeners. Hello Yo. and welcome. To the Spinecrackers podcast, where we talk about books that we like or don't. <laughs> yeah. Combined we need to. Camp. I'll clip that later and just use that as, as the actual <laughs> theme song. The new intro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, this is the Spinecrackers podcast, where we talk about books and um, discuss them. My name is Gabe.
1: <laughs> My name is Matthew. We <laughs> talk, talk, talk about and discuss them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Paul, <laughs> uh, so and it's been—it's going to be an absolute pleasure speaking to you about a certain novel that we read as we do every time. <laughs> We're—it's
0: uh, we, an interesting. Matt's tilted. I just want to say, because uh, so if Matt seems extra salty, it's because he's tilted because he's getting uh, his his uh, shit rocked by Star Scourge Radon.
1: Okay, well, listen, I told you I don't get tilted. Get good. You got to get good, I've, man. I've never been tilted. Does that tilt it I if get get tilted. I just
0: say get good? You got to get
1: good because you suck. No, I don't get triggered and I don't get tilted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. fucking cool as a cucumber out there, man. <laughs> when I New get York. one-shotted. Yeah, i <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just fucking meteor to the face. Yeah. What, yeah. Fu-
1: what the fuck? Is- yeah, anyway, yeah.
0: But, uh, you just be
1: a meteor. <laughs> Get out of here. I mean, it's
0: tr- he's true to his name, dude. Yeah, it's true. Star Starboy, dude. What is he
2: called? He's called. What is his name? Radon. Re- Star-, Star Scourge Radon. Mm. You looking tough. him up?
1: You Google image searching him?
2: No, I I no. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, Paul doesn't care at all. Pause no, I care. To... I just I uh, you guys talk about the game, and I don't know what's happening, and it'll yeah. go on for twenty minutes. Well, you got to just fucking uh, play the games, dude. I don't have a, I don't have the console. I don't have the means.
0: <laughs> True, fair enough. Because yeah. well, well, it's too bad for you because this is a Dark Souls podcast now.
1: Yeah, okay. and we're actually we we we're actually playing a trick on you, and now we're gonna just talk for two hours about the lore. I'm ch- I'm changing all of my internet handles to Gabe Lord Nito. God damn it. (laughs) So
0: this isn't a
2: dark manual podcast, the book. It's Dark Souls. Exactly. Okay, there you
0: go. There you go. Beautifully done. So yeah, so tonight we're uh, discussing the novel, uh, The Dark Manual by Colin O'Sullivan. Um, What year did this
1: come out? Uh, I forget. 2015? No, I don't know.
0: 2020, I don't know. Does it say <laughs> you can hear I feel like this is a spoiler of our mood about it. Already. Yeah. <laughs> 2018, 2018, 2018. And uh, yeah, O'Sullivan is, uh,
1: he has other books and, but he's not, he like, has quite a few actually. Well, I think this is his third, right? This is his third, but I think he's got like five out or something. I went on oh, the, wow! okay. So this is put out by Betimes books, which is a, uh, Tiny imprint that it, has locations it, in like Ireland and a Paris, n-
0: non profit publisher, yeah. Indie, shout yes. out to the indie publishers. Uh, we may have to circle back around to that conversation in the Patreon segment, absolutely. Um, so, so yeah, yeah, he's a he's like an English teacher in Japan, right? He's an Irish guy who teaches English in Japan, um, yep. He's
1: married to a Japanese woman, I think, um, which, and they live there makes
0: sense cuz that's the setting for this novel uh, an irish woman in japan but uh, but yeah his other book what's it called killarney blues apparently won some uh, award like it's a it's a french uh, crime crime fiction award
2: well this he won one pre- an award too pre- no i don't
1: no, think no this did. one did not win an award they just put the prior award for something else on oh books i see all i forgot uh,
2: to read two words it says <laughs> so from like noble. the <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly
1: it's <laughs> it, 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 it's fucking that's a little cheesy I do I do hate that. Yeah, let's, let's and s- this not speak to on not this.
0: to not to call out Colin O'Sullivan or B-Times Books because everyone fucking does this. Yeah, that's what I was. And about to it's say. super super cheesy and I don't like it. This book didn't. Yeah. This hey, it's, it, it's wait, what's cheesy?
1: Being like, oh, this is Nobel a, Prize winner and it's like some random other thing they made. That's yeah, like, <laughs> like this is a book. But why is that bad? St- People they
2: they do that in like advertising movies all the time. They're like Stephen Spielberg. Yeah, so all
1: that good.
0: What? Yeah, no, I fuck that too. It's, it's, yeah, fuck it's, that. It's cheesy, and I don't like it. It's like I
2: don't mind it. I'm it, going like record. I don't mind it. It's, it's fine.
0: It's like <laughs> it's like it's basically it's like basically it's, it's, I feel like it's an underhanded way of telling me that I picked the wrong book. Like I should have picked the, their award-winning <laughs> book. Yeah, Not or it's just a
1: trick. It's like ooh, the Nobel Prize, and it's like that was something else. You're yeah. reading something else entirely yeah, yeah. that didn't win the big prize. Yeah. So, Gabe,
2: you but... only read books that have won the Nobel Prize. Yeah,
1: exactly. I <laughs> yeah. make a point of that. Yeah, and there has the, to be uh, some sort of like and the golden... Newberry Medal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need to see some sort of wreath or medallion on the cover, and that's how I know it's good.
2: Just a full golden like medal. I mean, Paul, you were on you the were,
0: cover. You were tricked by it just now
2: i yeah. was so, i thought i won yeah
0: so case, just, case yeah. exhibit a boom you. pounding the gavel dude close case closed cheesy
2: even though i was tricked it was fine i'm, I'm okay with it
0: no all right all right you <laughs> like it you like being tricked yeah you love I it i do yeah you yeah. Love it. Oh, yeah you love it you Ooh, trick me fucking trick pig <laughs> <laughs> <Oink>. <laughs> 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 but uh yeah i guess yeah it's so he won his other book won the Prix mystere de la critique which is the french f- crime fiction award as i already said and that's i mean it's like a real that's a real thing there's been some 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 real uh authors that have won it um, like, <laughs> 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 so, wow just you know all, i mean all of them are real but but people people that people would know <laughs> I, uh, elitist game no 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 but f- you know uh f- who, what's his name the the what was the uh, science of the lambs that won it and uh fucking the mystic river
1: a, yeah those are both movies aren't they well they were books first i know but i'm just saying that's how <laughs> Real, they were, and the authors were.
0: Yeah. So, so they were, they're, they're so yeah. real that they were made into movies. Made
2: into movies, yeah. which are more real than books. Yeah, you can see of, them.
1: There's images. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. We're good critics. We no. know about culture. Uh, no. I, I chose this one. Why? Uh, why? This is the most <laughs> mysterious to me about why I got it. I think this is, was in the sphere of like uh, the <coughs> sort of uh Rick Harsh averse, you know what i mean? Like uh Was it really? Not like i he's read some Colin O'Sullivan and as an i guess the co-owner or whatever of an indie publisher himself I, that might have been where i got wind of it. Okay. And then it was, it was just like some random person was like Colin O'Sullivan Col- uh, Colin O'Sullivan is worth checking out and then the synopsis got me cuz i i feel like the you know, just sort of like getting a, a plot summary would pique most people's interest, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, I think it's I mean, yeah. We'll,
0: yeah. We'll talk about <coughs> it. we'll 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 do the plot summary in a second, but yeah, I and mean, so so I mean, but this was basically yes, this is a case of cool, like
1: decent sounding plot and a couple uh, Instagram shout outs. yeah. Yeah. Basically, and it's like little little indie publisher, like uh, uh, unnamed author. I just like took a shot in the dark which, here, which we love to do here on the Spineless the Podcast. The dark yeah, yeah, shot that's, in the dark, manual. yeah.
0: There it is. So, all right. Well, speaking of the plot summary that, that grabbed you, what's the uh, what's the book about?
1: It's about this um, sort of ir- uh, expat woman or whatever. She married a, uh, a Japanese engineer and uh, had a kid with him, and they've they lived in Japan. And then they mysteriously die, so she thinks, in a plane crash, and she is left to grieve. And that's where we sort of start the book as her in a deep depression. She's not t- handling it well. She's having a hard time, and uh, she is left alone in a in a big modern house in Japan with a home ro- care robot named Sonny uh, that which, her husband which, uh,
0: O'Sullivan just
1: in a stroke of creative genius just names homebot. Yeah, homebot, one <laughs> word. So the sci-fi is hard and strong. Uh,
2: it's a very direct name. I, mean, yeah. I have no issues with the name. No,
1: I'm I'm memeing. It's a bunion. It's
0: a bunion name. It's a bunion.
1: <laughs> I like it. It's a the like name. Sh- yeah. Uh and she's like depressed and and you know, potentially seems like she's taking it out on the robot. It's like the symbol of just like the lifeless remainder of 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 what she has like some artificial intelligence is basically like cleaning up after her and and keeping her alive and she just she fucking hates the thing. It's got glowing red eyes, uh, <laughs> and then yeah. she gets wind of uh, the dark manual through her sort of d- during her like depressive drinking in, in, bouts in seedy bars and yeah shady and places. She's sinful journal- bars she's a journalist um, by day yeah yeah well, and uh, she what is goes to her- what is the dark manual I, it's like a a a small notebook of alternative code that her husband wrote to sort of like basically jailbreak the homebot and uh make it do things that it was not programmed to do like sex um, and murder sex and death sex and death cliff um shut up it's like and a book uh, of cheat
2: codes basically. Yeah. It's
0: like it's, trying it's to hack yeah, N64. Yeah, it's basically Game Shark. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh but and then just you the know there's
0: I'm just saying Game Shark for sex.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Game facts, how. Yeah, yeah. Uh and then th- there's complications with that uh it, it seems that it turns out that uh the death of her husband and and son question mark uh are maybe from a different cause and uh the, maybe the homebots gaining sentience blah 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 yeah
0: there's dimensions of corporate espionage mm-hmm. and you know uh animal, animal magic powers and uh <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it we'll talk about uh, it yeah. um so you know i i i don't i, I don't know how to pro- how to approach this uh per se but um maybe maybe we just don't bury the lead uh yeah this book is bad. i think we'll, this book is bad yeah yeah it's not good um sorry shout out uh, you know, good on good on anyone who pursues their creative uh, uh, pursuits <laughs> and and, uh, you know, tries to, to live the dream and, and you know, do that. I love it. I'm here for it. Um, Me too. This is a this, this, this is a hot stinker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Colin, listen, we. We hate what you say, but we we will defend to the death your right to say it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. and so you know we can. I, I think maybe a, a a decent place to start is kind of Matt's. You did an admirable job, but it the the, the plot for this book is all over the place and very very messy. Um, yeah, which,
1: everything everything that like seemed to like it could contain some kind of. Something with literary merit, or like a, a punch, or even just like a good scare, or some sort of genre fiction, just uh, mode, it, uh, like fizzled. Yeah, and and mm-hmm. the re- the result was that it's just like I I said it was like Dean Koontz if he just dropped being trying to be scary or doing <laughs> anything like like is yeah. Dean Koontz
0: I don't is Dean Koontz a horror novel I don't know anything about yeah. Dean Koontz I'm sorry.
1: People call him low rent Stephen King, but okay. I actually kind of think Dean Koontz is uh, is probably like under hot, hot take alert. Hot take alert. Just from a sheer level of just like doing gross scary books and things. The other reason I bring up Dean Koontz uh, is because he, when I read this book, I it immediately sprung to mind was a uh, film based off of a book he wrote called Demon Seed. Mm. Which is uh, starring Julie Christie of Doctor Oh, you told fame. me. You
2: told me to watch that. You said it was fun and good.
1: Yeah, it's like a very '70s schlock uh, film, but it's it's a cult classic, and it's it, I, I think it's really like really entertaining. But it's like a woman trapped in a smart home that her scientist husband designed, and the house gains sentience and uh, it rapes and impregnates Julie Christie, and she gives birth to a robot baby. Like what? What? It, it's sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 That's yeah. wild. <laughs> And, and I was and, and it, with those expectations of that level of wildness, this really also I like set myself up for just being disappointed. It's just like this vague. Yeah. Human. Well, I mean, the,
2: the best thing that I could say about it, though, is that in the hands of a of a great director, it, w- it would make a good schlocky. Uh,
0: I was thinking the B- same horror thing, movie. Actually, I was thinking that this could be a good horror movie if it was done done right.
1: Yeah, um, I mean Steven Spielberg took Jaws, which was like some thin just pulp novel about a killer shark and turned it into uh and created the blockbuster, the summer blockbuster. So yeah, yep, I agree. Yeah. Uh,
0: I mean, you know, so one this may just, you know, turn into a random complaint fest, but we'll hopefully we'll, you know can do, say something coherently structured, but I think my one of my main issues with the book is like it is as I said, it's all over the place. Like it, the book basically doesn't start until halfway through like the actual, like the dark manual is not mentioned until halfway through the book. And it's, there's no, um, the, the first half is just kind of deeply repetitive, you know, daily life experiences of, of Susie, who's the main character and her just, reiterating that she's sad uh in different ways and it doesn't there's no like you know one of the things that i that i look for in like a sci-fi book or a te- like a horror novel or, like, that there's little breadcrumbs about the creepy thing that's gonna yeah. happen later earlier on in the thing you know little harbingers and and stuff mm. and it's just like none of that it's all very just dropped in and then the action starts like halfway through the the, the novel
1: and the, the yeah, I think that the owl,
2: the owls do do kind of peak their their eyes up a little bit in the first half, but it's, it's yeah, too that's like Soft of a hint, I would say.
1: Yeah, there there are breadcrumbs, but it's like the, the, it's for, it's you can tell it's like for dramatic pacing. Uh, yeah, and like obviously the repetitious nature of of the first half just sort of a, really firmly establishing Susie Sakamoto's. Uh, depression and how her life is repetitive i guess right like
0: yeah which i i, I think i got what he was going for it was just it it it, I, it, yeah. it felt like a way to turn what what should have been a short
2: story into a novel mm-hmm. yeah
1: it's padded feeling by a lot I,
2: yeah i feel like a uh i was going to say a good author i shouldn't you I may shouldn't say that things like, we don't know everything I, I, about colin <laughs> but yeah yeah i just i just feel like yeah like the first half could have been Done well in one coherent, concise chapter of like twenty pages or yeah. something,
1: and also the cautionary nature of like the story itself and its kind of almost like Luddite Ted K <laughs> adjacent philosophy that it feel like it's peddling is could have easily been done with a far more like horror genre you know approach where the the, the robot is killing people. You know right, what I mean? Right. I don't know. It's like. Th- yeah yeah
0: it's a weird okay so let's just lay out the all all the spoilers and get get all of the strange twists and turns out of the way here so essentially susie thinks her husband and son died masa and zen and in the in a plane crash because there's this um amorphous vague like looming threat of war that o'sullivan talks about a lot that doesn't go anywhere and i found to be annoying whenever he brought it up and it was also just fun it was the north
1: koreans wasn't it yeah
0: yeah and i just thought it was just funny like every time he just goes out of his way to be like fucking fat ugly kim jong-un fucking so stupid like every single fucking time it's mentioned um, and, and, and it doesn't materialize into anything. Like it's not, there's no international aspect to the ultimate resolution. There's no, you know, it, it's just this kind of over there, right? It's kind of just over here. And it, I don't know. I didn't enjoy that. But anyway, cause, cause the, the, the plane crash, which did happen was caused by like a stray missile interfering with the plane's line of flight or whatever and blah, blah, blah. But, but it turns out that her son and husband weren't even on the plane and they were abducted by um people from her husband's rival tech company uh and her husband is killed and the son is held captive and winds up escaping by the end of the book and is reunited and uh anyway it it turns out that all of the bad stuff the robots are maybe doing is just one guy in an apartment from the other tech company, who's also a basketball player.
1: <laughs> Dude, the basketball stuff was like baffling me. Yeah, <laughs> who who is just
0: who is just um, just for, a
1: seven foot guy hunched in a small apartment, like being like, "I'm gonna kill the just, little boy." Just, just yeah, just like <laughs> manually
0: feeding the robots yeah. bad bad instructions, and making them do bad things. And the Dark Manual, which everyone thought was the, the the code to make them do the bad things, big twist, it was actually her husband's way of trying to prevent the robots from doing bad things. That's what's actually contained in the code in the dark manual. Um nah. and then not so, oh. dark, is it? not so dark. And then and then there's a, a bunch of owls that are getting very mad. Um <laughs> <laughs> because of the uh, because of the signals from the robots, and f- that that this guy, and that this guy is sending uh, from from his apartment, and the it, the owls uh, attack and and kill him at the end, and uh, that's that, and that's it. That's
2: like what happens in the book.
1: Yeah, that's the book. Yeah, and then there's
0: well, the- and then at like the
2: very the- end, um, Susie just has a revelation about life and decides not to be depressed and to live life like to the fullest and, and, and carpe uh, diem and, and I to, love my son
0: uh, and also to you know uh, uh you know unplug yeah, yeah you
2: got to unplug
1: you got to unplug every now and again really just touch grass <laughs> yeah. well also
2: Susie ended up being able to control the birds the crows and the the yep. hawks and the owls at one point and killed a man before the cops came and she um, she,
0: she the owls are explicitly awaiting her instructions to kill this this man and she Dramatically gives that those instructions and they obey
2: because yeah, I think they sense that she's good or th- something.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: it's, I think it's, I think it's, she's yeah. righteous and that yeah.
1: the basketball player they know is a baddie. And it's yeah. all, you
0: know, it's almost like the guy, the basketball player was controlling technology and Susie gave up technology and then gained the power to control
1: nature. Whoa. Mm. <laughs> Why is that not her actual life pivot is to just be like a, a night owl just and beca- like <laughs> just become a superhero. Marvel. Superhero. Yeah. yeah. She's lifted sick, up dude. by like 30 owls. They like lift her up and she flies around Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh. Her home base is just a Hooters.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh. So if it sounds weird and all over the place, that's because it is. Um,
1: yeah, I'm assuming the, at the like the surface text is the text essentially, right? It's yeah like, technology's bad. return to nature a little bit. We reap what we sow, something something.
0: but also like not even not even in as you said, like it it doesn't even go full uh full Ted. And it's it's it, it, it just comes off to, by the end as like a just like a, you know, man, like Westchester mom being like, I don't want my kids to use technology in school. Mm, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like just like the, just just the most milquetoast like unplug, it, it, you know, injunction. It, it's not even that, you know, I I, but, I, I think I feel like uh, referencing Ted K is paints a picture that's much more extreme than the what is actually in the book.
1: But I feel like O'Sullivan O's yeah. wants is like feels that and thinks that's what he's doing. Like I feel like all yeah. the sort of like uh, oblique gestures and loose ends are meant to be evocative as opposed to sort of frustrating or disappointing, right? Like yeah. think about it. Think about all the imagery I had conjured for you. Like that Think about
2: what if this happened. Yeah. What would that be like?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And
2: you, know, you know, what I was thinking of when when uh, at first when the owls kept like popping up and there it it was kind of relatively creepy at first like you know Mizzy and Susie just kind of walking around and then Mixie
1: Mixie Mixie
2: yeah sorry and then they're just like sudden they suddenly like get a an owl or like they feel like something's watching them or something mm-hmm. it was kind of evocative and creepy yes yeah, so and i was
0: I, I think some of the owl chapters and mixy with the owls is some of the best parts of the book comparatively like the
2: the short chapters that are like one page long yeah yeah, yeah those were actually like pretty decent but i was kind of hoping that they would be left as you know it, it kind of reminded me of like like what if the the billboards and the great gaspy like came to life and like ate Gatsby or something like that. It was like, sometimes you just need to like leave some, something symbolic as a symbol, maybe.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: I don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Oh, I got, I got, I got plenty more we can talk about. I mean, I think so. The other, the other thing that O'Sullivan is trying to do um, in, in the book is, like Matt said, make a sort of critique of tech sort of tech obsession and technophilia and how it's taken over all of our lives. And and but but but, you know, it's not even really, um, you know, it's not in those interesting, like mundane ways that like you it's like it's bad because it might kill us. That's the reason that it's bad like it's not yeah. like it's not like an interesting critique of the way that society has like changed because of technology and like the ways that we interact with each other are changing and like there's nothing subtle about it it's literally just like it, it it's bad because it could maybe kill you
1: yeah this yeah. robot like with red litera- eyes like literally
0: it. with a knife yeah mm-hmm. but then but then also it, it it that doesn't like you said Matt that doesn't even happen it's ultimately just a bad human t-
1: forcing the robots to do it. Well, don't aren't we really the perpetrators? Oh of our God! Because <laughs> this also takes place in like I, I guess like a the, it's like a near future situation, right? Yeah, like, that's like, that was my reading. The only the, the, like other the like grandfather
2: like listened to CDs, so he's probably like millennial. So I was thinking like twenty forty yeah. or twenty fifty.
1: Yeah, I don't know. They, yeah, there's never a year proclaimed, but there are the only other thing really indicates that it's not our time is self-driving cars are the norm.
2: Yes. Right. That's. And s- there's like holo- there's like holograms and stuff in 3d. Yes.
0: Things. Yeah. There's yeah, like little minor, minor, but significant advancements in technology. Like it's that from, from today. Right. So, so the other yeah. thing that I would, where I was going with is that like, he, the other thing so, yeah. the other thing he's trying to do <laughs> is, is like, it's like, I know it's, yeah, the other thing he's trying to do is, like... This isn't even a fun roast, because it's just kind of, like, sad.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I'm having fun.
0: <laughs> no, it's, fun but, it's fun, but it's just, like, oh, boy. Um, the other thing he's trying to do is... is I think, offer some discussion about like the nature of artificial intelligence. So th- I was I thought it was just contextually relevant to be reading this after the Google transcripts, yeah, the Google the AI Lambda. Lambda transcripts. Right. Where the for people who don't know, there was an engineer at Google who was working on some AI language processing program and. Um, came to believe that it was sentient and wanted to alert the public and other people at Google, and then Google put him on leave, and he published it, and it was kind of a whole thing, and so it raises the discussion of like what would AI sentience look like, what what sort of moral complications might that raise, and so on and so forth. And O'Sullivan is is also trying to engage in those conversations, but it's 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 um, it's it's really uh, just you know. I, not well done and it it mostly comes in the form of just like him putting a word in italics and putting a question mark after it like and there's (laughs) like there's a sentence that'll be like it'll be like oh sunny sunny thinks you know dash dash thinks in italics (laughs) dash dash that the birds are scary or whatever the fuck or like <laughs> yeah. you know suzy Susie... doesn't
1: sunny didn't want to do it want
0: want D- question like it, it that, like that's really AI? Being, yeah <laughs> so it's like if we yeah i mean if you listen to the ted chang episode one of the things we criticized chang for was raising a bunch of these issues but not engaging with them
2: substantively at all this is
0: like that times a, a, a hundred
2: yeah right in terms of yeah and i just to like compare it to Ted Chang, though, I mean he did uh O'Sullivan did at least dive deep into like at least attempt to uh someone's psyche. I think it was yeah. a little bit overbearing and a little bit like muddled and simplistic. Like the but I mean I there were a few moments here and there where there was a human to mm-hmm. to his writing that I appreciated, I would say.
1: Yeah, the other
2: but overall like... lackluster
1: yeah you you get a lot of susie's internal state it's all from her not all from her perspective it'll shift to some of the other characters and then sometimes an owl uh <laughs> but yeah c- the characterization was probably better in some uh, than <laughs> ted yeah chang yeah. but uh but yeah it just seems like o'sullivan is is he's just sort of like most people mildly disturbed by certain trends and advancements like one of the things one of the sentences that has the payoff is progress is mm-hmm. just as a sentence mm-hmm. so it's it's i don't know my w- w- it's so easy to roast this and my mind is mostly what feel like the artistic pretensions of somebody who th- who is who's thinking that they're doing more than they are. I don't know. Cause do you like, do you, do you guys read like the like sort of afterward about how, it's Oh like, God,
0: his little note.
2: That
1: yeah, was like, what
0: atrocious. The fuck? What the fuck?
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That w- should, I, uh, should someone read it. I don't want to read it. <laughs>
0: I'll,
1: uh, yeah, bad. it's do wild. Do it. Matt, it's, you, it's fucking you, bonkers. You,
0: you picked this. So you need to, you
1: have to ha- deal with the awkwardness of reading this. All right. One second. All right, here we go, everybody. Author's note. This novel has in its title the word manual, and for good reason. If on finding yourself on the verge of a wo- of war, and this is especially true in the case of robot-initiated apocalypse, or on the verge <coughs> of a nervous breakdown, which sadly is far more common than in, than any of us ever suspect, expect, <laughs> awkward, uh, then please follow the steps outlined within accordingly and do so with other utter fastidiousness. Do not skip over a single one of them. To do so may be your debt to your detriment. This book may just save your life, should you wish your life to be saved. A little more. In addition, please make sure that all machines, devices, etc., except perhaps the refrigerator, <laughs> lol, are always <laughs> fully turned off Because before you retire for the evening. Please make sure you double back and double check. One can never quite know what might, should it desire. Desire? Creep into your bedroom as you lay there in blissful unawareness. Consider yourself warned. I, I can't believe what do you think I, you what I do you think you just it. did Colin <laughs> yeah. and how do you think that justifies that author's note I, like I can't believe that he actually put that in there I, I, I was demented I was literally flabbergasted I just didn't even know what to make of it I'm like what so just be depressed until uh, your son returns miraculously to you like right. I don't well, like,
0: Yeah. what are the steps
1: what yeah, like, like
2: uh, yeah. Of is it supposed to be like a twelve-step program. Like, what? There wasn't, there weren't any steps. There's and no, also, like the this, sh- the technology wasn't even the one, the thing that was committing the thing. It was people, yeah. <laughs> controlling the technology. There's and the, 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 just
1: like, by Jordan Peterson.
0: Like Matt said, there's yeah. there's no steps. Every and I, again, I'm not. This is if you listen to the show, you know that this is not something we usually harp on. But like, every event that happens in the book is a complete completely random plot contrivance like the the, like the the fact that her son just randomly managed to escape from his captors when the guy was in the bathroom by essentially just standing up and leaving like okay wow (laughs) really good good cap captors it's it's, this book made me feel so fucking mauler and i hate books that make (laughs) me feel that way because i don't like i don't like thinking in that way but like Then the whole the dark manual itself, which is this legendary, you know, underground fucking anarchist cookbook that's being passed around by, you know, sex crazed lunatics and murderous, you know, gangsters and people. Uh, It's just it's just under Susie's couch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) And everyone knows about it, too. Like,
0: Yeah. And, and and I feel like O'Sullivan is kind of aware about of this because I don't I don't think I have it highlighted, but the scene where she finds it, I literally like, he go he he's talking about it and she's she she something clicks for her because her Mixie her friend Mixie who who is you know we can talk about her as a character who uh pulls something out of her own couch I think a dildo and. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. No, literally, because she's she's I think, trying, it I, I think it was because she's demonstrating how the robot can be can have sex. She oh yeah, it. yeah.
1: Um, she just sets it on vibrate. Yeah, and then she yeah,
0: and and then uh, Susie's back at her home, trying to being like, oh man, where could this where could this dark manual be? Where could my husband have put it? It was his life's work, and oh god, and and she, he writes in the text. She 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 remembered. Mixie's couch, and then he literally writes, It couldn't be that simple, but it was. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just under the fucking couch. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, and, yeah. And I was also thinking, like, my mauler brain was like, You know, if, if the mob or if people were after, wouldn't they just like break into her apartment and look too? Because I mean, it was his apartment too. Like, it just made zero sense. It would be quite literally the first place they looked.
1: Right. And yeah. It would be so much easier than like hijacking the brain of a robot, you know, from a distance and having it monitor and like record pages like in the interim between when she's asking the robot to do something. It's like the plan is so like cocked up. It's just so and, bad. And and
0: even if the even if the even if um the basketball guy knew <laughs> I can't believe he was a basketball player. Still, so. I know. <laughs> um,
1: Why did she go? Yeah, <laughs> keep going, keep going.
0: Even if they knew that the Dark Manual wasn't actually the Dark Manual that people thought it was, and that it was going to undo their nefarious plans, um, because basically, like, the goal is that this other company is going to reprogram all the other all the bots from Massa's company. To do bad shit so people will buy their bots i guess is the is the is the 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 plan um but so even if they knew it was a way to stop the bots from doing bad things they would still want it they would still have the same energy of pursuing it to break into the house to try to find you know do all that stuff so it's not it's not predicated on it being actually a the uh, you know the negative thing that people think it is
1: yeah mauler (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it's it's barely Mahler, like yeah. It's ma- Mahler is Mahler is mad when some like uh, like the, the the gravity thrusters on a fucking spaceship don't always do the same thing scene to scene, and some like be for children basically. Yeah. This yeah. is like this is like especially for a mystery writer, someone who won a, a an award for 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 this kind of thing, and 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 for contriving a, a mystery plot in the lineage of Edgar Allan Poe and all this stuff where it's like intricately woven together. And yeah. like, it's just like, it's so ham fisted. Yeah. I found, I found the
0: passage and I'm just going to read it. Okay. Um, it, because it, it's, yeah, it's, it's just so bad. Um, so this is where she's searching for the dark manual in her house after finding out that her husband, Masa was the, the one that wrote it, which is a big revelation. Um, there's nothing on the shelves, nothing that is really of any use to her anymore. A few magazines, odd trinkets picked up here and there from various places visited and framed photos, tastefully done, memories. But she has no time to dwell. On with the search. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing in the drawers of the large cabinet either. Just bank statements, bills, information leaflets, flyers for places she would never, ever go to. Masa must have hoarded all these. No dark manual, though. That is... Res- <laughs> that is... <laughs> That is the result of her search, not a sign of the dark manual. <laughs> <laughs> then then she gets a flashback of then she gets a flashback of Mixie's apartment, a curious prompt from out of nowhere. Mixie, her oversexed friend, reaching under the couch to pull out the dildo. No. Really? It couldn't be that it is. Susie <laughs> Susie reaches her hand under the couch and pulls out a flat plastic box, and that's where it is. That's where the dark manual is. There mm. it is. It couldn't be it is it couldn't be but it is but it is it shouldn't be but it is
1: <laughs> but it's just that simple dude <laughs> <laughs> I, I
0: i just there's so it, there's so much so many baffling little choices like that
1: I, I i wonder if like him living in japan which i don't know it's like japan in the near future like neo tokyo like what a good setting i know that's never never utilized yeah like nothing it felt everything felt so claustrophobic and small
0: very small well is it okay to to, to be fair does he actually specify that it's tokyo i think it's an unnamed city not that that matters much
1: oh you could be right there's not a lot is explained
0: just to just to mauler you
1: oh no the brain the mauler brain is turned turned on and no one's safe that's right that's uh, it. but it just it seemed like also just such a missed opportunity to because i mean you, you know i don't know like maybe like, japan doesn't it have like a more like more like sort of automated things about it like uh, mm-hmm. uh i don't know it's just like it could be an in, like you can get more things out of
0: work. vending machines
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, way more of an. It, it could have been this interesting critique of of people like uh, outsourcing, like all of their, you know, maybe humanity to well, to machines it, and having nothing to fill that that void. It, yeah, well, and and the You're one in this big metropolis that's technologically advanced, and you know th- how that's dehumanizing and depressing to be there. But I the other thing was just there was no sense of place. She t- kept talking about how she felt like a foreigner, and people were like. Ogling her and being mean to her, but it could have been kind of anywhere. Yeah, I mean, I felt yeah, like I a felt foreigner like in this
0: book. <laughs> I mean, I, I, and one that just to follow up on that point, Matt, we get it. we get glimpses of that um, at least once when we when we um, get delve into the life briefly of of Mixie, who is Susie's kind of like reluctant, just drinking buddy who just happens to go to the same dive bar as she does regularly. Um, well, no,
1: there's a whole gay subplot with her.
0: Yes, right. Yeah, yeah, But, I mean, that's kind of how they know each other. Um, right. But, like, we get glimpses of – and, and Mixie is kind of like this young, hip, you know, whatever, cokehead fashion person who's also has her own, you know, problems and blah, blah, blah. And we there's a, a scene where she describes going to this fucking club that's sort of oriented around, like, returning to feral bestiality and people are shitting on the floor and, you know – it's all filled with dirt and like trees and jungle stuff. Right. And, and so like, there's like glimpses of that kind of thing, but it's not enough to make it feel like fleshed out as a, as a world, you know, or as a thematic point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then that, I think Mixie as a character
2: came like the closest to like for me, having any sort of connection with any of the characters or any, anything that he was, that O'Sullivan was like trying to say. I just, I just feel like, yeah, like Mixie was like the passages with Mixie and the chapters with Mixie were, were the most interesting, and I think they did come closest to setting some t- type of actual setting. But everything with Susie it was just so dry. Like it could have been like Oklahoma, like her apartment, and <laughs> yeah. like you know,
0: yeah. And I, I mean yeah i agree on in terms of like mixy sort of an interesting ca- sort of character the whole um you know gay subplot with them is i whatever I, I don't really know why it's there but it is mm-hmm. um it all,
1: it's just another thing that doesn't have a payoff really it's, exactly it's just like it, it, yeah um it's just like here's here's this uh potential romance between these two unlikely people who are both in pain in different ways and you're like okay cool nice let's 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 see how this goes and it's just nothing really happens they don't they don't pursue their relationship uh she finds her son she's just like i'm gonna leave and Mixie's just kind of there to translate at one point the dark mm-hmm. manual a little bit for her and and it's kind of it yeah and uh, yeah how did
2: how did they even know about the manual who was under the couch uh what, what do you mean well like how did they, How did the coding even get out if it was just there the whole time? Had it?
1: Well, well it, it, the, there was another employee, it, right? The sick employee. Yeah.
0: So the and the impetus oh, yeah, for yeah. him to write it was to like help us another employee help him do commit suicide, suicide by yeah.
2: robot because he wanted to die around his like photographs of his family. Right. And another he thought interesting the best way to die would be to a robot killed
1: him. Another very interesting subject <laughs> that that would have been way better. Explored. Uh, yes. Explored yeah you know like uh euthanasia and all that kind of stuff is yeah that's the other problem is that like you see so many like big juicy home runs for in terms of like ideas and like uh directions to go that are just they just are are left to wither and you're and and it's annoying he just like you read he just fucking biffs it dude every Every time time. (laughs) just like the consistency
0: of of him just biffing all of these interesting ways this book could have gone is staggering like it's honestly like impressive like you didn't land any of these points
1: it's not even like he's trying to hit them it's like he's dodging them yeah like people are trying to throw good story beats and plot elements in his face and he's like ducking everyone like brilliantly you're like damn (laughs) right you can't this man can't be touched (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's literally going to say nothing Yeah What was the book that we read that
2: Matt you picked That was like based on a screen play
1: Oh Altered States
2: Altered States we, I mean I definitely we, thought of that book We trashed that but
0: book but that book is a million times better
1: than this book Yeah this book I was to makes was gonna that book look like fucking Ulysses dude yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean
2: at least that book bu- At least that guy had like a vision and he like had a passion about it I, I mean maybe O'Sullivan had a passion but it was like
0: that book had cool ideas. That had cool had, ideas that were explored. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Period. <laughs> what, what, is, what is the word for when someone has a passion about something, but their passion is dumb and they have bad ideas and it's stupid?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Those people are. I can't think of a label. Because I, I,
2: I just feel like by his I, authors' know, it's like he, he. I feel like he does have a passion for what he was writing about.
1: Yeah, I, I just and kudos
2: I, to him. But like,
1: yeah, what did he get in his craw that was like burning in him that re- made him write a almost 200 page novel? You know, like, yeah, and it does baffle me sometimes. Like, I know what Dean Koontz is doing. S- fucking stacking papers with Dean Koontz. He's doing. stacking papers He's like, what if a werewolf lived in your town? And yeah. Just like, boom, now we're we're off, we're off to the races. <laughs> fucking infinite money glitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This oh. is this this is like I said before, uh, filled with the pretensions of like lit lit like literature. You know yeah. what I mean? And and, and, and that I'd, seems to mean for him like like never never approaching in any satisfying way a thought. Yes,
0: I mm. I, I just want to shout out just because we're already at forty five minutes, believe it or not. I I, I, I want to shout out um one section of writing that i really enjoyed and one, one scene i'm not going to read it because i want to read more of the bad writing um but the <laughs> but the scene that i enjoyed was um susie doing the karaoke and singing the old song from ireland and like going into oh, the, yeah. a weird like trance and kind of passing out at the end I, I i liked that scene i thought that was well done and 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 kind of captured the way that her depression and memory was like intermixing in this in this weird m- moment in this shitty sports bar. And and I, I thought that was a good scene and, and was well, uh, well put together. Um, so shout out to that scene, but I do, I have to read a couple other very bad sections just cause I feel like we have to, we just have to give the people a sense of this writing more. Yeah. Um. So, okay. So this is, this is goofy enough. I got I have to set the stage for this cause it's not going to be, it's not going to sound as goofy as it is in context so mixie her in her mind when she's like on drugs and like being a, like epic and awesome she called she apparently in in a, in a in a thing that no one no real person would ever do um refers to it as mixie time and, <laughs> and, and she's like yeah it's fucking mixie time let's go <laughs> um so so that's a thing that's established about mixie's character but I, there's a section that towards the end of the book that I have to read um and this is where uh, the robot is attempting to kill Susie's son, who is now back home. Her uh, her homebot Sonny has been activated by the basketball
2: player. <laughs> <laughs> Just picture him like spinning a basketball on his finger while he's hacking. <laughs> Just like in full uniform. <laughs>
1: That would have even been cool. Yeah. I
2: got to kill this boy if I, before I get back to practice.
1: Basketball player assassin <laughs> is a cool idea as well. It if is cool. If that was used well. He just goes, he just goes, he just goes
0: I'm into the mainframe and then throws a basketball over his shoulder. And goes, <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so so um, we've established mixy time. Um so this is Sonny's attempting to kill Zen.
2: <laughs> I'm just picturing the Matrix now. And what if they weren't wearing like leather clothes? They're just wearing basketball uniforms.
1: <laughs> it has a much more practical use. It would make more sense, honestly. Uh, okay. Oh my God. All right. Um, so
0: as I said, uh, Sonny's attempting to kill Zen. Zen thrashes wildly, still in Sonny's death grip. Osanai, who is uh, Susie's boss, who's there. Um, throws himself upon the homebot and is able to free Zen from its clutches. The boy runs out of the room and straight into his mother's arms. She checks for blood. She checks his breathing. And when she sees that he is all right and has escaped even further ordeal, she allows her anger to rise, to rise inside her like it has been doing for weeks, climbing, climbing, and reaching its apex now. Susie is primed. Susie is prepared. Susie wants full in on this action. (laughs) 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 <laughs> for Keep going for far too long she has endured abided <laughs> ignored but not now now it is her turn to let loose
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: susie time <laughs>
1: big right. moment too that's like the why would big you do that <laughs> <laughs> you wrote so much <laughs> words the, and to get to there it's the
0: culmination is the culmination of her character Susie time, <laughs> <laughs> Susie time. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, I'm sorry like I just I just trying to think of like any other like any other book like Captain Ahab <laughs> Like it's Ahab, Ahab
0: time, time. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, man. oh my god It's, uh,
1: it's Alyosha time <laughs> yeah, Karenina time And she jumps in front of the train Oh fuck I can't So yeah um,
0: <laughs> It's Breaking Bad time <laughs> Um, yeah, I also just want to read the scene where <laughs> she I also, <laughs> I also want to read the scene where she t- uh, takes control of the owls <laughs> <laughs> so so this is where she's um confronting <laughs> the basketball player. <laughs> Who's been uh, hiding out, uh, hiding out in the apartment across the street, and she finally realizes that it's him, and so she's she's debating um, killing him with a baseball bat. Uh,
2: which and, why is there a baseball bat in Japan? Oh, I guess never mind. They that, play, they play baseball. That's fucking racist,
0: dude. What That's racist. Fuck? What the hell? Well, no,
2: no, no. I was actually thinking because she's an Irish woman. Wouldn't she? Wouldn't she have? Be more familiar with like that sport in Ireland. I
0: think she would. Uh, she she's yeah. But it's harder to beat someone to death with a soccer ball.
2: No 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 no. There's like a, there's like a sport in in Ireland. Hurling. Hurling. Oh
1: yeah. That would be cool. So I was like, cool. why isn't? You?
2: Yeah. But it makes. I actually me just realized that they they like play a lot of baseball in Japan. Yeah. Like a shit ton. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay.
0: So. She drops the baseball bat to the floor. Not sure, not sure if she'll ever be needing it again. Oh, and the birds, the owls have already uh, broken into the basketball player's department. <laughs> so uh, the birds look at her. They wait on her word. They have been waiting for her for months, waiting for her signal. The, the only real signal that seems to matter to them. Not the bleeps, not the ringtones, the stifling emissions from digital shit everywhere. Ah. No, none of that. That was their distraction. They were waiting instead on one human voice to set them free, to let them know that they could impinge like this. I, I, think that, I don't think that's the right use of that word. Step out of their line and encroach on human activity, and by doing so, retrieve some kind of justice for their recent ills. She looks at the birds. Their feral, tubular eyes are trained on her. <laughs> their wings flap faintly in preparedness. Just say the word. Just say it. Their ancient gaze implores. And so, Susie Sakamoto, Irish woman in Japan, drunkard and widow, mother and fighter, and somehow, at this moment, bizarrely, ruler of this kingdom of wildlife, nods to herself (laughs) and to the quiet and anticipatory room, she says, with utter authority and no lack of
2: conviction, now.
1: That's so what is epic,
2: that ruler of this con- well, like. Well, that's another ruler of, wild li-
0: of that, wildlife. That, that's another moment where I'm like, he knows this is ridiculous. He's like, right? b- bizarrely and randomly for no reason in this moment, ruler of wildlife. Well, why? Why is she the ruler of wildlife in this moment, Colin?
1: It's just like Marvel, Marvel movie. <laughs> like she's discovering her powers. She's Beastmaster, like you were saying. Wild. Yeah. And it's also, it feels contradictory to, like, some of the things that I thought were the few things, the meager things that I thought were being expressed are, like, some of them seem contradicted by that whole, like, the the owls, uh, you know, finally given polite permission to encroach on the human world. It's like, weren't you just suggesting, like, the... Uncontrollable nature, right. right? Like the the like the natural world, like Exceeds. being an unstoppable force to yeah. on our like you know whatever. Yeah, it's just like w- why? Yeah, muddled. Why do they give a fuck about Susie,
0: right? Susie specifically. Fuck, super fucking muddled. Um, all right. Well, anything else before we move <laughs> into the? Uh... <laughs> just a solid
1: eighth of this was just laughing. So yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. That, that should tell you sort of the vibe for us on this one. I don't know
2: what we're going to talk about on the Patreon segment, but well, I think I stay mean, tuned. I, it's going to it's going to be awesome. We're I'll, going to talk about great stuff.
0: I will. Yeah, I'll give sure. a preview of what I want to talk about because, you know, yeah, I don't have a ton more to say about this book. Maybe a couple little little points here and there or, or passages, but um, I I like you mentioned. Uh, this is going to sound bad. And and if you want to hear my hot bad takes, you can subscribe to our Patreon for $2 a month. Patreon.com slash spinecrakers. <laughs> um, uh, uh, I feel like this book, it, you know, it's like you buy a book and you read it and you take a shot in the dark like we did in this book. And it's just, just like an actual waste of time and awful. And like my first reaction is like, I'm never reading a book from a small press ever again. <laughs> like, like this is this is so bad. Like, you, you know, it's like you, it's calculated risks. Right. So I don't know. I feel like we need to have a conversation about I feel like a lot of people are, are down in the literary community on like the book industry and the big presses and uh, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, this is this was really bad. Yeah. Um,
2: and it's from a small press.
0: Yeah. So therefore, all small presses are bad. Q E D. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's what I want to talk about in the Patreon segment. Um, okay. All right, well, let's do the thing.
2: <laughs>
0: it's Susie time, Harry. <laughs> 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 um so yeah if you're new to the show this is the uh segment here's that's, your Harry. oh yeah that's true uh, yeah that's right that's a
1: thing from that
0: um making its triumphant return after i think at least two weeks off on the show
1: right just because of the books we were reading yeah the segment um, needed to go on vacation and just have some after a hiatus. Uh, segment segment time <laughs> <laughs> um
0: yeah so so this is the, the triumphantly returning segment. Uh, we literally just read another book in which we uh, indulge our basest uh, owl-brained fantasies and um, <laughs> talk about Harry Potter and put all the characters from the book that we just read into their respective Harry Potter houses.
1: This book is bird-brained. What's Harry's, what's Harry's uh, owl's name
2: again? What is um, it? Hedwig? Hideous? I think it's Hedwig. 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 Yeah. Hedwig.
0: Um, yeah. And then uh, <clears throat> Hermione has a cat, right? And then Ron has the the rat. The rat, sprinkles. Yeah. I think it's sprinkles. The cat. I don't know what the cat's name is. It's, but not, the, sprinkles. it's not sprinkles. <laughs> um, it's something. It's something cool. It's something cool, badass. Um, all right, so uh, whiskers. Susie Sakamoto. <laughs> what house? Uh, you, what house is she? She's a pub. Gryffindor. Why? Because she goes like Mama Bear at the end. Yeah. I mean, I have I have
2: like really like shallow, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, reasonings here. I'm I'm literally not reading that much into this at all because I don't care. Yeah. going To say Gryffindor because she controlled owls and it was it was brave and cool. That's true. That's a That's really true. good point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the
2: owls saw how brave and cool she was. Yeah, and they slithered. allowed themselves to
0: be controlled by her. So there should be a fucking there's parcel tongues and she's basically an owl tongue.
1: Yeah. If it was parcel oh, so tongue she, oh, then okay. but that could an be a conda would have swallowed the basketball player.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. So yeah, I I I think Gryffindor's good. I mean, she she's a uh, you know, she keeps on but she's also very you know, lost in her life until her son gives her meaning again. So that's pretty puff. She's very loyal. Yeah, I think she's family. a puff.
1: I think she's a family. I think she's, like she's a very mother. community family oriented. Yeah. I am I Susie. I like I'm be- a mother. I control <laughs> owls. I'm a drinker. I'm a saint. Yeah. yeah. She. I, I think she's super loyal to her family, and that's why she's so devastated by their loss because she ha- she's unmoored completely when there's no one to uh, sort of care for mm-hmm. any longer. So I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say Hufflepuff, and she just she just went ham for a brief moment because her Hufflepuff tendencies were thwarted by tech. Yeah, and that's why she was so pissed off. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
0: all right.
2: Um. Uh, like, actually, I'm gonna go
1: for uh, Ravenclaw. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> all right. Um, so it's, it's all made up anyway. Yeah. You <laughs> uh, didn't do do we do the words the. Um, well, wait. What about Mixie? We gotta do Mixie. Oh right right right. I think she's um, the only other one, really. I think Mixie is uh, fuck, I don't know.
0: Uh, I Yeah, I don't know about Mixie either, because she's she is I'm also gonna... she is also she is also loyal to Susie. Yeah, um, but it's also partially because she wants to fuck
1: her. Yeah, she's trying to. Well, yeah, she catches feelings big time. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, I'm going to say Mixie is Voldemort. <laughs> and... <laughs> I'm am going, I'm, st- I'm, going dub- I'm
1: going double hu- uh, double puff. Double, double puff. Yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. Double bubble hufflepuff. Du- yeah. I I Yeah, I'll say puff as well. Mm. I, I was going to say Ravenclaw because or no, uh Gryffindor because she's kind of doing doing her. True. She goes uh, her she's... own way, but
0: is that Slytherin?
1: Mm. No. She could be Slytherin. No, cuz she's like a good I don't know. She's not trying to like gain an advantage or power over anybody and she's not really looking to like improve her station. She's True. Just, she's just kind of doing her. Yes. I mean, she's a drug addict, so like <laughs> I don't know Do how you. What that What like when a wizard's a drug addict? <laughs> what what happens? Does the yeah. sorting hat have a harder time? You know, I don't know. True. I don't know, you'd have to be like 5 years old when you're a drug addict. <laughs>
2: Like he's if you at five,
1: yeah. But if you're on coke, if you're five lore. and you're on cocaine and you're five, then what is the sorting? And hat And you have did? a false sense of confidence as the sorting hat make mistakes, thinking you're a Gryffindor. That's a good. You think you that's a die? fucking good question.
2: Yeah. Good question. Yeah, parents should send their ch- kids to Hogwarts on cocaine.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they should. I'm uh, gonna
2: say Mixie is like half Ravenclaw, half Hufflepuff, with a R- Gryffindor rising and a Slytherin moon.
0: Yeah. That sounds that's good. That sounds right. All right. Let's yeah. do the let's do the word. Um I don't have one. Okay. That's fine. I'll go I, back. I, I do have one. Uh are so you gonna go get a word? What are you doing? He's probably just going to the bathroom. Paul's okay. Paul's Paul's tilted. Paul's salty at this book. Yeah. yeah. Um I'm gonna Paul mute Rage him. quit. I, I gotta mute him so we don't hear him piss. Yeah, um, that's happened too uh, yeah, many times. Yeah. Okay. So uh yeah, this this segment is if, if there was a word in the book. That we didn't know or thought was interesting, or uh, you know, uh would make a good scrabble word. That's uh it's a new you learn something new every day. So uh these That's, are the Yeah. These, these and the we words. hope to have you do that. These are the words that we learned. Do you want to uh lead the way? Yeah, I'll go first. So mine is um uh and I don't know how to pronounce it. It's gaming Gamine. Fuck you, dude. That was my fucking That's word, yes. dude. you fucking oh, asshole. Can we gotcha. just double up on this? Yeah, 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 we can double up. We can double I, up. cause I don't have an alternative. So G-A-M-I-N-E. At which is, well, why don't you say what it means then?
1: Nice. I like that you can still hear Paul so clearly.
0: <laughs> I, thought that- no, I thought he was done. I thought he was done. Sorry. I unmuted him because I thought he was coming back.
1: The man has a powerful stream. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it means a uh, adjective of a young woman, attractively boyish, a slim or often boyish, elegant young woman. And then the... Uh, I guess the more the older definition was a female street urchin. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, so, so kind of that, like that's a, describing Mixie. So. so
0: yeah, so kind of like a tomboy, but also yeah, also the a, street urchin. So a good word to describe Mixie.
1: A picture of Aubrey Hepburn came up oh, uh, when oh, okay. I looked it up.
0: Um, so it could it could be that too. Yeah. All right. I like that. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's rack them. Let's rack them and give this book a score. Uh, Matt gets to go last because it's his choice. uh, And here are the considered judgments of uh, me and Paul. Um, I'm going to go first. Uh, So just for reference, for for listeners, zero to one is it means that your book, your life was made actively worse by reading this book uh, and you wish you had not read it. Um, One to two is like very bad. Two to three is in the normal to decent range. Three to four is good, and four to five is very good. And then a f- straight five is life changing in a positive way.
1: Masterpiece. Yeah, yeah,
0: masterpiece. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, this book is like a. Um, this book is like a dead on one for me. Like maybe a point nine. Uh, I I thought it was. I thought it was. I, I. You know what? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give it the sub one, which I said in our chat I wasn't gonna do. Life actively worse. Um, Yeah, because and and, and I'll talk about it more (laughs) in the Patreon segment is because this book has now made me unreasonably suspicious and angry of small independent presses. (laughs) Uh, And so I think that counts as making my life actively worse. Like I know intellectually I shouldn't think that and I and I will move out of that mindset. But right now, after finishing this, I'm viscerally upset about it. And uh, and so, yeah, I'm going to give it a point nine zero point nine. Wow.
2: I feel like zero to 0.5 is like Horcrux capable. (laughs) Like It it makes your life worse, but also sucks out your soul and puts it into an object. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I'm like right on with you. I was going to give it a one. I just it was like uh, it was just insanely bad. And I uh, I mean, the only boost really was that it was hilariously bad. It was fun. It, it was kind of fun in a lot of ways. And talking about it was fun because it's so stupid. Um, but yeah, bad book. I'm going to give it a solid one.
1: Yep. All right. I'm, I'm going to give it the highest score then. Because uh, I'm not unreasonably mad at uh, small presses. I think this is the, uh, the just normal results of really i i I get the impression that betimes books i don't know the case i should have looked into it more is like quite small and it's non-profit um so that 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 makes sense to me why something like this might be able to slip through um but yeah I, i just very silly stupid book what did feel a little bit like a waste of time to have read it for me as well i was just like oh fuck uh it had my attention in the in the first half even though it was kind of boring and repetitive because I was just there were some there was just payoffs that I was waiting for Uh, and then it just it just a whole lot of nothing at the end nothing burger Uh, so I was gonna give it a 1.1 damn
0: that's a very close uh, very tight spread there y'all yeah 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 good good grouping yeah Um, all right well that's uh, that. That's uh, yeah, that's it. That's the uh, Dark Manual by Colin O'Sullivan. Uh, bad, bad book.
1: And no one's talked about it for good reason. Yeah. And so this is basically the official word on it. Yeah,
2: that's right. yeah that's Read it. Harry Potter instead of this book.
1: That's it. That's true. That's actually literally true.
0: It's uh, better. Yeah. Uh, so if you uh, I, I, I personally think the, the rabbit hole of of crap goes pretty goes deeper in this book. Um, so we're going to talk about that on the Patreon segment after the jump, uh, which you can hear if you subscribe to our Patreon, as I said, at patreon.com slash for as little as $2 a month. You get the full episodes, extra videos, extra discussion, discord access, all that fun stuff. And, um, yeah, uh, Instagram and, and Twitter. We have those also.
1: Yeah thank you so thanks much thanks for
0: listening everybody we hope it was fun uh, you know we, we never aim to be downers here at the Spinecrackers podcast but uh, sometimes the world forces your hand um, <laughs> in this and, case or and, me and in this case it was uh, it was forced <clears throat> yeah yeah but hopefully you got a laugh or two and uh, yeah thanks for listening okay,
1: bye bye
2: bye everybody